You're listening to the Blair List Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Blair List Podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys after I took a much needed break last week. Things have been so crazy with work. I finally had a week off and I really just needed it to recharge. I feel like a new woman. I'm back in action and I'm excited for this new year. Thank God tomorrow, the end of 2020 is near. I am so ready for this year to be over, as I'm sure all of you guys are. And I really wanted to focus on doing a really positive episode for the last one of 2020, just because I feel like we've really been surrounded and bombarded with so many negative things that have happened this year, especially with COVID and, you know, politics and all the crazy things that we had going on, I wanted to sort of be like a little bit of a breath of fresh air and talk about all of the amazing things that we've learned as humans during 2020 that really I hope we take with us for the next year to come. So shout out to you guys for making it this far. 2020 was not easy. We dealt with a lot on a lot of different levels, but We finally made it, and that's all that matters. And I hope that 2021 is better for everyone listening. You know, I hope that you really were able to hone in on what's important to you this year and you carry that with you for the next year to come. So, before I get started, I really just wanted to let you guys in on a tradition that I always do on New Year's Day. So, every New Year's for the past like four or five years, I always do a vision board party at my apartment. This year is a little bit different just with COVID, and I'm probably going to be doing it alone, but I really encourage you guys to do a vision board party, you know, by yourself or the people that you live with and figure out what you want to accomplish for this upcoming year. I feel like it really put things into perspective on what's important to you, what you want to focus on moving forward, and things that you want to leave in 2020. So I usually just go and buy a bunch of magazines, or if you have a subscription to newspapers or magazines, just flip through them, cut out any keywords that really speak to you, and really show what you want to have for this upcoming year. If it's anything about being healthier or just positive affirmations, I really, really recommend you taking the time to figure out what your goals are, write things down. I swear like manifestation is real. And when you write things down, I personally feel like it allows them to come to you so much faster because it's more real. You know what you want. You figure out exactly, you know, what you're working towards over the year. And it kind of gives you just a little bit more direction. So I hope that you do that. Maybe we'll do a virtual vision board party. I think that would be really fun. And everyone can just grab a poster board, write some things down, add some visuals. And the purpose of it is that you put it somewhere where you can see it. So I personally put it in my closet on like the top sort of the wall where the wall meets the ceiling. And every day before I go get dressed, I look at it and I remember what's important to me. It helps me get focused and allows me to remember what's important in life. So I hope that you guys do that and I hope that it helps you too. 
Another quick thing that I have learned to do every day, which I have really loved, which shout out to my friend Gabby because she told me about this, but I bought something called the five minute journal, which is a journal that has basically the same prompts every single day. And you write the date, you wake up, you're supposed to do it right when you wake up in the morning and then right before you go to bed at night. It explains why in the book. But you write three things that you're grateful for in the morning and then three things that would make the day great. And then before you go to bed, you write three things that happened to you that day that were amazing. And it sounds really simple, but after you know a few days of doing it, it really shifted my perspective and it made me feel a lot more positive. And it allowed me to focus on what I want my day to be like and to just be more intentional. And that's a goal of mine for 2021 is to really get the most out of every single day that I can uh, by figuring out what I want my day to be like and being really just intentional about my actions and my words and my relationships with others. So that's my rant. Um, Going into the actual episode, like I said, I really wanted to do sort of like a list of amazing things that happened to all of us this year um, that we can really focus on to bring in that positivity for the next year to come, all about what we've learned as people. And I wanted to share it with you, and I really hope that it resonates. So, first and foremost, The number one thing that I personally learned this year was that our relationship with ourselves is the most important thing in life. I think that if you are like me, I have a really demanding job that I was traveling at least once a week for a year and a half. And as you can imagine, it was constantly going, going, going. And I didn't really have a chance to understand what was happening and how intense that stress was on my body because I didn't take the time to really like recharge. I am the kind of person who loves to go out and be with friends. And so I just was constantly moving. And I think that especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a really tough time with standing still and being home all of a sudden after, you know, traveling so much and being in lockdown and not being able to leave. And It was a really scary time because nobody knew what COVID was and there were a lot of, you know, theories going around and everyone was really scared of the unknown. At least now, you know, we know a little bit more. But at that time, everyone was just locked inside, didn't move. The country was shut down and we had to be confined to the four walls that we have. So it was stressful for me because I think that it forced me to stand still when I'm so used to running around all the time that I kind of had to figure out what my life was like away from all of that. So it took me time to figure out what was important to me, what I wanted to focus on now that I had so much more free time and I I wasn't traveling, I wasn't, you know, going to the office, I was working from home. It was something that was really new for all of us, and I think that it was a huge learning opportunity for us to understand what's important to us in life. And thankfully, you know, my family lives here not too far from me. And I was able to see them after we quarantined for a few months and got tested. And it was a lot better for me to, you know, be around familiar faces. And I think that 
this is something that a lot of people went through at the beginning because it is so difficult for us to not be social. We're social human beings. And a big part of my job is also being social with other people. So when you're exposed to so much of that for such a long period of time, and then it stops all of a sudden out of nowhere, you kind of like freak out a little bit. It's not, it's something that we all went through, you know, with different, in different ways and in different phases. But I know that myself and my close friends, we talked about it a lot and all of us kind of went a little crazy and uh, tried to understand what was happening. And I think it took a really long time for us to process it. So um, the number one thing that I can say is to just be kind to yourself. That's something that I learned. I put a lot of pressure on myself all the time. And I think that it was a really good reset for me to know that everything's going to be okay and to just, you know, not put pressure on myself and to just enjoy every day and to enjoy the little things in life. I hope the same thing happened to you. Obviously, this took really um, a long time for me to understand because it was so many months that I think I was in shock of what was going on and I didn't really process it. So having that time to understand what was happening and how it was affecting me is really important. You know, you don't have to be solving problems all the time. You can just sit with yourself and process things and that's okay. I do have a lot of friends that dealt with really intense depression and anxiety during this time. And, you know, loneliness is real on top of if you live in a really cold place like New York City and everything is completely shut down still and you're cold and alone and it's just not a comfortable situation to be in. And I think that it's okay to have these feelings. They don't define you. They're things that you go through. And there are so many free resources that can be of assistance when it comes to therapy or telehealth. Um, There's ways that you can reach out to other people and really get the help that you need. And I, I don't think that it should be like a weird taboo thing. I personally love therapy and think it's one of the best things to ever happen to me to find someone that understands me that I can talk about the things going on in my life that you know, they have an unbiased opinion. And I know that there are some free therapy resources, which I'll link on Instagram stories when I post this. But um, just know that you're not alone. And the feelings that you have are not permanent, you're able to, you know, get through whatever you need to get through and become stronger on the other side. So please know that. And if you ever need an ear or you want to talk to someone, my DMs are open and I'm here for you guys. Another thing that we learned is that not only our relationship with ourself is important, but our relationship with others is also extremely important. And during this time, I have definitely learned a lot about the people that I surrounded myself with and figured out whether or not we were on the same wavelength, the same page. You know, a lot of friendships can be disguised as like someone being a great friend, but really you guys just like party and go out together. When real friendship is, you know, feeling seen and understood and feeling like you have people to turn to. And I think that my values in general changed a lot. And I was able to understand what was important to me in a friendship and relationship with others. And I think that it's okay if you outgrow people sometimes and it's okay to 
have your desires, wants, and needs change during, you know, this crazy year that we have. I feel like no one is the same after 2020. And I really hope that at least you got something positive out of it. Even if you ended some friendships because you felt like you didn't have anything in common. Because at the end of the day, having this situation that we went through, it really forces you to look at the people around you and seeing, you know, why they're in your life. And if you question certain things, then maybe it's time to reevaluate it. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you need to have like negative feelings or fights or anything like that. Sometimes it just happens and you grow into a different version of yourself and that different version requires different people around you. And that's totally fine. Another thing that I've learned this year is that redirections from things that you want in life can actually be a blessing. You know, let's say that you unfortunately were let go from your job, which is a harsh reality that a lot of people have faced. There, that allowed people to really focus on what was important to them in life. You know, maybe they really hated their job and they've thought about starting their own business or, you know, consulting for someone else or going back to school or doing a completely different career change. I think that the fact that so many people were faced with this really harsh unemployment due to everything going on, it really allowed us to refocus on what is important because you know, if you lost your job, you're able to be like, well, was that really what I wanted to do? Was it something that, you know, I was passionate about? Was it something that I could see myself doing long term? Or is this an opportunity for me to reassess my life, figure out what's important to me and try something different? You know, this is really like one of the only times in life that we're going to be able to do that as adults, because We were unfortunately forced into different situations. And I think that it was a beautiful opportunity for people to assess their lives and figure out what really drives them and what they're really passionate about, as opposed to maybe just going on some track that they felt was right for their life. So, you know, and of course, I know that there are a lot of situations where people lost their jobs and their homes, and it's extremely tragic. I've personally donated to different funds to help people who are directly affected by this. And I know that it's not like, oh, you lost your job and now you can just start a new company and be successful. I'm just saying that I know that some redirections in life can seem really harsh at first, but they're actually meant for your higher purpose and greater good in the end. So I always look at when something or someone says no to me, it's not a definite thing. It's more of just like a redirection towards what I'm really meant to be doing. And I think that trying to have a positive mindset as much as possible during this time can really help you figure out what's important to you, what matters to you, and, you know, potentially going after a dream that you've thought about doing for a long time. Like I always wanted to launch this podcast. I overthought about it like for so long and I wanted everything to be perfect and I just decided one day that I was just going to drop it and it has brought so many amazing new people into my life and I've I've been able to connect with so many other people and I'm just really grateful for this opportunity because I think that if I was working as hard as I was like physically, you know, traveling, not being home and things like that, I wouldn't have had the time or opportunity to really do something that I was passionate about. 
So I hope that you at least got some sort of clarity on what is important to you and if you want to go in a different direction. Another thing that I have learned this year is that everybody is really fighting their own battles and it's so important to be kind to people, especially to those who don't necessarily act like they deserve it, like someone who might be snapping at you or be mean to you. Those people are probably just coming from a place of sadness or insecurity and I've made like a really conscious effort to be extra nice to those people during that time. I think that Obviously, it's easier said than done if someone's like yelling at you or cursing you out. But I think keeping an open mind that we're all fighting different battles that we don't talk about will make it a lot easier for you to come from a place of compassion and empathy. And I hope that other people practice this too, because if you're going through a bad time or a bad day and you know, you're know you mad at someone and you snap on them, if they respond with empathy, it actually will allow you to stop for a second and be like, wow, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I need to come from a place with more empathy to really just try and make the world a little bit better every day. Um, I know a lot of people who really just fell into deep depressions and, you know, a, a little smile goes a long way. If you're at the grocery store or you're thinking, you know, the person at Trader Joe's for giving you hand sanitizer and wiping your cart down, those things really make a positive impact on their day that, you know, maybe they're not talking about it in the moment, but I've seen it in action and a little thing like that can really just shift someone's entire mood. Speaking of grocery store workers, teachers, healthcare workers, I mean, they are the real heroes of this country. During a time that was just so dark and so uncertain, they still showed up to work every single day. Teachers had to work with little kids on Zoom to try and, you know, teach them their regular curriculum while also dealing with their own personal day-to-day issues. Like if they have their own kids, it's really hectic for these people to show up and act like everything is okay. And a lot of teachers did that and a lot of teachers and healthcare workers really just put their best foot forward when I'm sure they were dealing with their own battles as well. So I just want to give a shout out to all of them and anyone else that I missed, but doctors, healthcare workers, teachers, grocery store workers, people who really kept this country as a well-oiled machine so that we can still learn, get our groceries, have food on our tables, have cleaning supplies to make sure we're safe. Shout out to you guys because It was not easy for us, but it was even harder for you. And I just want to say that I appreciate you and you put your lives on the front lines for all of us. And there is nothing braver and more heroic than that. And I really just hope that some amazing restful things happen for you in 2021 where you really just get the break that you deserve and you're able to go on like a fire vacation after all of this is over. This time period also showed us how important community is. And I don't only mean like online communities where we were able to raise money for different organizations, but also actual communities, whether it's your neighborhood or your friend group or, you know, communities that you've built for yourself. There have been so many touching, beautiful moments that I've witnessed on Instagram of postal workers. Sorry, I forgot to shout you guys out before, but shout out to the postal workers. They have also been so amazing. 
I've seen so many heart-wrenching videos of UPS workers, you know, being cheered on by their neighbors, of routes that they've gone through every single day, and, you know, just being brought to tears for little gestures like that. And I think that post-COVID, I really hope that we all continue to do that and show love for one another, especially for those who are working their asses off to make sure that we get our mail and packages on time. You know, where would we have been without Amazon this entire quarantine? And I'm sure they had a huge influx of packages and people ordering things and doing little things like putting a a snack bar situation by your door where you have like little water bottles for them or snacks. You know, those are things that they really appreciate that are really small, loving gestures that can shift their whole day around too. So I really hope that this sense of community that we have created has really just begun at this point and we continue to just be more loving, empathetic, and kind to one another, even when things go back to whatever normal will be after this. I think that it's important to really just continue to build that community and strengthen it and be there for your friends and your neighbors because you never know when you're going to need them. And it's important to really just have that camaraderie with the people around you and you know, do nice small things for people because they're the ones who really need it. And, you know, I'm definitely going to make more of an effort to do these things as well. And I know that it will mean a lot to them and making them happy is going to make me happy too. So I highly suggest it if you live in a house and you have the same UPS worker or USPS worker that is like constantly delivering your packages, you know, think about doing something nice for them. It doesn't have to be like monetary based. You can just leave a water bottle out for them, let them use your bathroom, just something that's going to allow them to be a little bit happier and make their day easier. Because if you think about it, they're just like on the road all the time and they don't really have access to, you know, food unless they bring it or, you know, basic necessities. So if you're able to, I highly suggest it. And I promise you, if you have a ring, you're going to see how happy they are through your ring camera at your doorbell and you're just going to be so happy that you were able to make someone smile that day. I also think that we really were tested so much this year in so many different ways and we really were able to see just how resilient we are, how resourceful we are, you know, being put in a situation where even going to the grocery store is so different. We really had to change the way that we lived our everyday lives. And I think that we really pulled through for each other. You know, we were there for each other. Maybe you went grocery shopping for your grandma or another elderly person, or you helped someone along the way. I think that it's important to acknowledge that because this year wasn't easy, our resilience and resourcefulness were really tested. And I think that you know, I can just speak for myself and the people that I know, we really were shocked at how much we were able to endure that maybe in the past we thought we wouldn't be able to. So I just wanted to give a shout out to everyone listening because, you know, this year has not been easy. And I know that because of the situations we were sort of forced into, we learned a lot about ourselves and learned about how we want to live our lives, especially under these constraints, because when this does eventually go back to normal, we're going to be forever changed. The way that we do things is going to be forever changed. So it's important to acknowledge that everything that we went through was 
for a greater good. And it was for us to evolve as humans, as friends, as siblings, as, you know, whatever your role is in life. It really put things into perspective on what's important and, you know, like not going out as much because you want to spend time with with your parents or your family and you can't like be out like that. So what have you been doing with your other time? You know, I joined a virtual book club, never thought I would do that, but it's cool to see all the people that I've met virtually along the way. I think that really ties into working on acceptance because we were in such a unique situation that we couldn't change. We really didn't have anything to do except accept it. So that is something that is a valuable tool that you can transfer over to different areas of your life to you know, accept the present moment as it is, not trying to change it because we physically couldn't and allowing us to sort of like go with the flow a little bit more under the circumstances that we were given. And I think that that's a really important tool to take with you for the rest of your life, whether in work, in friendships, you know, sometimes we really want to control the outcome of certain things, but in reality, we don't have control over those things. And sometimes it's better to just accept what's happening and to let it flow and let life's natural progression just kind of happen. Obviously, easier said than done, especially if you're someone who likes to be on all the time and and make sure you're being productive. But all I have to say is thank God 2020 is over. This year has been trying and difficult in so many ways. And I hope that this podcast episode helped you see a little bit of the silver lining when it comes to how you've evolved, your resilience, your relationships, and maybe how a redirection in your life was for the best. And write your intentions down, write your goals down, revisit them every month and see how you can achieve what you want in your life and hold yourself accountable. I really also just want to thank you guys so much for the support on the podcast. It has been so amazing to see how many people have related to different episodes, how maybe it's helped you start your own business or look at things a little bit differently. If I can inspire one person listening to this, then I feel like I've accomplished something. And for the next year, I wish nothing but health, happiness, good luck, love, and prosperity for all of you. Let's put 2020 in the past forever and move on for the rest of our lives because the year is finally over. We made it this far. And really, at this point, it's only up from here. So please be safe tonight. Have a great New Year's Eve. And I will see you guys in 2021. Bye.